Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. Guess what, you sons of bitches. <laughs> There's only one week left to see Teleport. 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 You know at the comedy festival. Sometimes we put out the podcast late, right? Yeah. Maybe this time we could put it out early so that the, the advertising for our Teleport the plug. gets a little bit more chance to be effective. I mean, that's a really good argument, Alistair. I'm absolutely not going to do that. Ah! <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Hey, but we're not just here to plug Teleport. No. We're also here to plug going to some other people's shows. Go see Matt Stewart if you can still get a ticket. He's just released some new ticks. Oh, new ticks. New ticks. Hot, fresh I, ticks. I hear those are the best ones. Mm, they're hot. Yeah. They're fresh. They're still warm. You bite into the paper. It's still mm-hmm. just melts in your mouth. Yeah. Is it? Is it paper, is it? Tickets? Mm. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, Cardboard? Might... What if? Oh, I'll, I'll save that for the show. I'll save that for the show. Let's get into the show. Okay, but you can also see Alice Fraser. Oh. Fraser? Fraser. Sorry. Fraser. Mm. Um, but she's doing... I mean, Alice Fraser is good, but I imagine Alice Fraser would be even funnier. Well, too. If possible. I mean, you know, the fact that she got to work with a whole other team, mm. and <laughs> but set in the Fraser universe. You know, they're going to bring Fraser back, but yeah. without Niles. Doesn't oh. sound good, does it? Well, Fraser, Fraser with Niles doesn't sound that exciting to me either. Alistair, <laughs> don't get me angry before the podcast starts. <laughs> We're plugging Andy's anger. <laughs> I mean, really, that's probably a pretty good way to get me going. Yeah. You know, like like poking the bull before the matador fights. Give exactly, it a little poke in the Exactly. Poke in the cage. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. 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 Look at that. That is exact. That is just exactly that. That is what exactly at. I am at exactly. Yet again, exactly. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I have been and will continue to be the Andy. And I'm Alistair George William Charlie Virgil. And this is the show where we come up with five sketch ideas, Alistair. That's right, Andy. And I know that you already got one, baby. It's got mm. to do with paper. What about this? Yep. Right. What if? What if? Edible uh, contracts. This. This is. This is. This, okay. I've, all right. I've, actually, I've got two things because there's a thing that I thought of in the car, yeah. and then another thing that's okay. relevant to it. Okay. All off pod ideas. Yeah. 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 And one that was on pod. Okay. How about this? Right. Uh, Let's see if we can tell which one was a, off this pod. Is very, this is Just a very short. This is a very short idea. Okay. okay. Great. I like that. Somebody. Um, uh, we see it's a point of view shot. Right. We see somebody getting a cake, getting mm. given a cake box. Yeah. Right. They open it up, yeah. and in there, there's a human face, right? Yeah, where is a cake? They open up the cake. Cake box. Cake box. Cake box. Cake box. Yeah. Open up the cake box, and in there, there's a human face, and you do this by cutting a hole in the bottom of the box, and you have somebody poke their okay, face right, through. Okay, right, right. It's right? not like a, just a Not box. seven. It's not a human oh. head in a, in a box. No, 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 no. Just a human face poking up there, and they're sort of smiling happily. And then we cut to a wide shot, and we see that the person who's opened the box has a cake for a head, mm. right? And then... Yeah. They they they, um, they pull off a piece of. Somehow they look happy. I'm not sure how they look happy if they have a cake for a head. It could be, <laughs> but, a, could be one of those smiling cakes. It's a smiling cake. They they give a thumbs up to their friends who've given them this face yeah. in a box, and then they break off a little bit of their own head and they feed it to the to the face in the box. Yeah, that's a good reverse thing. And everyone sings. Yeah, I mean I. <laughs> Um, I see that also. That would also work if you put it in the end of of um, the movie Seven. Mm. <laughs> there's a there's a little face in the box. Well, they they open the box and they're like, it's, "There's it's, a head." You see, you see Gwyneth Paltrow's head, mm-hmm. but she's smiling. She's happy. <laughs> well, and, I think they didn't show then, us. The, they didn't show then, us the thing. We didn't see whether or not she I know, was happy that's or what, sad. That's what's different about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's you know. But, that's why I want to see what's in the box. So I know if. She was smiling about it. Yeah. And then and then uh, Kevin yep. Spacey breaks off a little bit of his face, which we now realise is cake the entire time, and puts it in uh, in the um, 
in the in the in the in the in the mouth of Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow, <gasps> Gwyneth Paltrow has a candle on her head, and it's one of those candles that's the number seven, right? Because yeah. Kevin Spacey, Kate Kate Spacey, Kate Spacey. Uh, has turned seven, seven years, old, years old, and that's why the movie was called, called Seven. Seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. I yeah, I thought if 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 you yeah if you did just open up the box, if they saw the head, yeah. and they had just brought down the sides and shown the thing, and everybody would have been a bit, you know, like taken taken a, aback. Taken aback. Mm. They would they would have gasped maybe. Mm. But then, if he out of his pocket took out a bunch of candles and started poking them in her <laughs> face like that and, and then lit them and then went we realize it's a cake ah, ah, well no it's not a cake oh and then poking <laughs> the candles into the into the head the head yeah happy birthday now who's this is this is this kevin it could or be is brad. this brad could be brad <laughs> is this morgan it could be morgan i mean the thing is is that it depends whose birthday it is yeah that's what i want to know and that's never revealed it's never but revealed. probably not the person who's singing <laughs> yeah, so it's either Kevin's birthday, but some people do sing "Happy Birthday to Me," right? Yeah. So if we cut out before we get to um, some people, then sing it's a happy very birthday, different type of mystery. Mr. President. <laughs> so it could be the president. <laughs> it's a political thriller. Mr. President. Mr. President. You got to go down. Is it? That's, I think that's how she did it. Very sexy. Way. Oh, because you go. Don't think take Mr. Lower President. I don't think that's I don't sexy. Think that, no, wait. I think she's. I, this is how I assume it was. Yeah. Happy birthday, Mr. President. I don't think it was. No. I mean, I, I haven't was, seen it, but yeah. I did, that's the sexiest I can that's sing. The, happy that, birthday. Was that the sexiest? Wait, Andy, do you want to show me the sexiest you can sing? Happy birthday. Okay. I'm gonna try to genuinely. When I have my go, I'm gonna try to genuinely turn you on. <laughs> Oh, I thought you'd had your go. No, 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 no. That oh, was me okay. just trying to do well, this her. This isn't fair. Now I got to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that was the, that was the best I thought Marilyn Monroe could do being sexy. Wait yeah. till you hear me do the sexy yeah. version. And I was giving her a lot of credit. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mister President. Mm. Showing. <laughs> uh. Okay, I'm going to genuinely try to turn everybody on. All right. And tweet in and honestly tweet honestly, in. Honestly, let us know if you're... How a, a rating from one to five. Okay, like how, how aroused you, yeah. you are. Okay. Happy oh. birthday, Mr. So text in, let us know how turned on you were. You know what? I think there was a little bit about three seconds in where yeah. I thought it could get quite sexy and I was a little bit worried about what wait. it might do to me. But wait, then wait, my... wait, 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 let me show you. Uh... Happy birthday, <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> it sounds like she's lowering herself into a bath. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't doing a woman. That was me. Oh, God. I'm not doing Marilyn Monroe. That's me. I'm lowering myself into a bath. Um, and the other idea yeah. uh, was that, um, and maybe we've already had this idea, but what if cake writing was the dominant form of media? Mm-hmm. Um, was, uh, you know, and in a way, isn't cake writing the original Snapchat? Because um, it, it disappears. It disappears. You know, yeah. you can you could put a nude picture of yourself mm. on a cake. Send it to a teenager. Send it to a teenager. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry I said that. But <laughs> I, you know, you could be a teenager as well. And teenagers include people who are nineteen and hundred and nineteen. That's true. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant. I meant a hundred nineteen teenager. A hundred and nineteen teenager. Are you in your teens again? Yeah, I think so. I think as soon as you turn, would you say 11 and 12 as a teenager? Uh, that's a tween. I think you're a I know, tween but that's again. a very new word and that feels dumb. Well, I, but I can't accept that 11 is a teen because it doesn't have teen on the end. Yeah. But I thought teens were just numbers in the tens. It does feel like that. Mm, like the teen is actually just a dumb way of writing 10. Mm, it, def- it is, isn't it? Yeah. It should be 10, 9, 10. nine I'm 9, ten. 10 years old. 
nine, ten, eight, ten. <laughs> it's just saying it the wrong way around. Yeah. Um, well, but is that the wrong way around? Yes. <laughs> you think ten eight is better in some yeah, way? 10, eight. Yeah, 10-8. Yeah, because then it suggests there's 10. That's the one, you know. Mm. When you read it, do you think it would be better if it was written 8-1? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean 18. 8-10. 8-10. Yeah, so dominant form of media is, is, is cake writing for some reason. That's, yeah. the, that's the one that we've perfected. Yeah. And turned into a real, you know, it's our, it's our mainstream thing. So whenever you <clears> want to send out a report, you know, you've got to order a really big cake or like a layer, you know, cake with several layers. And you, you know, you read one cake at a time. Sweet Jesus. And then maybe you, maybe you, um, maybe you eat each page as you, as you read it. Because, because, Alistair, it doesn't make sense that we, we have two different things that we put into our heads. We put words into our heads via our eyes and we use paper for that. And we put cake into our heads via our mouths. And, it, you know, to me, yeah, it would make sense that those, if we're putting the thing into our head anyway, mm. it might as well all be the same thing. Words. Words. Yeah. Words and foods. But you're constantly vomiting up mm. words, which suggests that they don't want to be inside your Yeah, body. that's right. I have uh, reflux. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. But there's also talking, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is talking a form of reflux? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because all we are ever doing is regurgitating things that we've already... Nobody has a single original thought, Alice. Andy, yeah. what is this podcast if not a, a disproof of that? There's got... I mean, I know that we come up with a lot of ideas that have already come up with... Mm. Come up sometimes with even on this podcast. But... You cannot say that this podcast itself, the, its body of work, right? If, if, if there was one point to this podcast, other than maybe some enjoyment along the way, mm. some enjoyment for you and me, mm. the, the process of creating and enjoying mm. what we're mm. creating, mm. and then sometimes people also being able to listen and enjoy that. But the other thing is that sometimes you can come up with something that is complicated enough that mm. it's basically impossible that somebody else would have come up with that exact idea. Mm. Yeah, you're right. And that I, there I are guess, new things under the sun. I guess I was sun. just saying it to try and make my point make sense. Ah. Which is the other main point of this podcast, is to say things and then attempt to justify them. Yes, well, that's the other point of this podcast, is for me to undermine <laughs> your attempts to do that. Um, okay, so... Uh, here's so, another thing so that happened I, to me recently. Yes, okay, I've, you go. I've faded out a little bit. I was trying to write down some of the ideas, but while you were saying... And so the idea is just that cake, cake writing printing, on cakes cake is writing. the thing. So it's like people printing books and stuff on cakes. Yeah, and so yeah. if like, you wanted to read somebody's book, you have to get, like, get it all on cakes. on cake form. But maybe, maybe that would yeah. encourage us to be more punchy, you know? Mm. And I think, um, yeah, you know, you could, you, instead of having a, a, a library, a bookshelf, you'd have a, a cake fridge. I'm going to write down You'd cake. have a... You know, and then and then there could be, you know, the Magna Carta. That could be Magna Caica. Perfect. <laughs> I knew that was there, Alistair, and I was taking as big a pause as possible <laughs> in the hope that I could think of something and I'm really relieved that you said Magna Caica. <laughs> Andy, I don't know what the Magna Carta is. Magna Carta. I think I've known in the past, but I've forgotten. Is a thing that they wrote in Britain. They got King John to sign it, I believe. One of the King Johns. And it was about it, it enshrined certain rights for the people, I think, and probably by the people, I mean a very small subset mm. of the people. But is it for the world or for just like England? Just or? for England. Okay. So I think it was like an attempt at a, a constitution. I think Magna Carta just means big, big card. Big card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> John, can you sign the big card? <laughs> Oh, that's John, how you. That's John how you get him. John was sick. You pretend it's just a just a thing to send around. Yeah. for everyone and in you the get office. Him to sign it, and you try to write that mm. we all have rights mm. on it. And then you go, "Can you sign this? This is for everyone in the office." I wonder if that would be a great loophole mm. to get things signed by the president of the United States mm. of America. You just put them in in birthday card form, and if you look closely at the messages that everybody's written on the card, mm -hmm. they're all various amendments to the Constitution. That's a good but, idea. But when you get those things, you don't bother reading. Well, actually, I do. I read what everyone else has written. I try to think of something funnier. Mm. But 
<laughs> but I imagine if you're the president, you don't have time for that. Yeah. Right? You're distracted by wars. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you think countries ever send each other cards? I think so. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great. I think um like a photo of something local. Yeah. Like a coconut. <laughs> yeah. And you go, here you go. I think I mean I think that's all diplomacy is. You know, mm. you just kinda go In a way. Hey, I know that that thing happened in your country, so just want to send you this card to say thank you. It's a weird reliance still in diplomacy on writing things down and, you know, sending people letters and shit like that. should be able to do it all on Cameo. You should. Yes, exactly. You say, oh, we just had a new president. I'll just order from the Australian ambassador mm. a quick message about saying thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. If you get a new leader, it doesn't make sense that we should have to where the costs of sending you a nice letter. You shouldn't have to you should keep pay track us to get a little. We shouldn't thank have you. to keep track. Mm. The same thing with birthdays. Yep. Right. It shouldn't be everybody's job to keep track of when your birthday is. That's a really good point. You should. It should just be you tell everybody when it it's your birthday. It makes so much sense. More anyway, sense my birthday's coming up around. tomorrow. It's going to be next week. Yep. And uh, and then it's going to be on the Tuesday. And if you don't tell anybody, mm. you just. That's fine. Just you don't have a birthday that year. Yeah, and and if and if you don't people, know anybody, no birthday. It's fine. That's okay. It's perfect. Nobody forgot. Exactly. Um, you know how last episode, Alastair, we yeah. talked about how you cried uh, during a song. Yeah, during the beautiful I harmonica. cried during a song today. <gasps> Did you? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So, like, is this a new thing? You're feeling emotions now? I think I might be feeling emotions as of today. Really? Yeah. Um, was it a was it a folk song? Yes, it was. Oh my god, was no it way. a Bob Dylan song? No, it was it was a Paul Kelly song that we've talked about recently. The, how to make gravy? How to make gravy? Yeah, a song that I can't, uh, having not heard it, can't imagine that it could be any good. <laughs> uh, um, it. Uh, I was t- talking about how it almost makes me cry. Yeah. To Carly. And then my son, my small son, said, why does it make you cry, Daddy? And I had to explain that the song is about a man who can't be back with his family for Christmas. Yeah. And I was explaining that to my boys, and uh, it made me cry. Wow. So there you go. That's really good. I mean, i got to say, it wasn't quite the song that made you cry, because it was like your understanding of it and relating to it. Okay. (laughs) So I'm sorry to say you don't actually. It was my love for my children that made me cry. Your love for your children, and which, that emotion, therefore, which is, is nowhere near as lame <laughs> as two, uh, two two horns. horns. They were good horns. Yeah, they were good horns. We can play it. We could find a way. I mean, mm. I have to see if Bert is okay mm. with me using his mm. music all the time. When so, it's interesting though. When you say the expression, "It gave me the horn," yeah, I'll know from now on. It, it means me, that you shed a tear. It made me cry from the tip yeah. of your eyeball. Um, isn't it weird that no other sense other than the sense of s- listening sound mm. <laughs> goes in through the ears? <laughs> no, uh, well that's true. I uh, know there is the sense of touch in the ears. I guess you, you can, can poke s- around in there. You can use the ear can also be used for the sense of touch. You Very could true. you can put stuff in there and find out whether they're sharp, <laughs> um, or dull, mm, or dull. squishy. Yep. You know yep. whether hot. they can be inflated, hot, mm. cold. If anything, if you didn't have arms, effervescent, effervescent. If they are fizzy, mm. is that what effervescent means? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. that maybe you I must, must have had an instinct. I must have had an instinct. <laughs> I think it's because I heard effervescent be used in a soda commercial. Ah, uh, yeah. And you're just putting the pieces together now. All the pieces of that soda commercial are falling together in your mind, <laughs> like some cutscene from Sherlock Holmes. Mm. <laughs> they open up, they open up the box, and in there is the head mm. of a soda bottle. Mm. And then the cap is off, and they look to the side, and then there's the bottle with the fizzing. <laughs> and they say, "Effervescent." There's a drip falling down it. That's supposed to represent the tears of Brad Pitt mm. going down his face, but this is a bottle. But it's like, of course, it's its own head. It's off. Maybe it's there's two bottles. There's one bottle there, and one with its head off. But obviously, Brad didn't have Gwyneth's body, body just there. next to him. And then he goes, oh, "What's in the box?" So her decapitated body is mm. lying there yeah. in the sand, right? But he's worried about what could be in the box. Yeah, he's terrified it could be her head, because that means. 
but the head is not being kept alive somewhere. Yeah, you know? well, but he doesn't know yet. Could be getting, being kept alive in the box. That's right. You don't. He doesn't know yet. Yeah. And, uh, don't and overreact. Honest, and to be honest, he didn't even check. He didn't seem to check when he looked. And you know, I know that her face would have probably been quite. Um, Really awful to look at, and um, and so and probably frozen in place, and that would have been a sign. But he doesn't know if it's being kept alive in a way that makes it look dead still. And so, I feel like he was assuming, mm. and when you assume, you mm. make an ass out of you, just the letter U, mm. and me. Mm. But the and bit that's not part of the word. Yeah, because that would be. Uh, Assumandy. Assumand me. Assumand me. When you. When you you assumand me, you make an ass out of you and me. Yeah. It's a shame the word isn't assumand me. Well, it would make the saying make a lot more sense, wouldn't it? Let's try and get it changed. Mm. Let's, Let's write to the dictionary. Write them Do you think they they the dictionary uses the words when you assume mm. make an ass out of you and me? They kind of play and they. Do you think they they um, meddle in the world of dumb fuck sayings? Sorry, they got to do something at this point. Nobody's buying fucking dictionaries. Urban Dictionary is shitting all over you. I bet you more people go to UrbanDictionary.com than go to any other dictionary website. You know why it's a better dictionary? Why? Because it is closer to how the people speak and Usage, the, the people. words that people, people use, and it allows. Mm. It's it's actually a, in my frame of how words work. Mm. It's actually a more accurate thing because mm. it allows for all the different meanings and interpretations, mm. and then some voting. And on some there. of them are funny. Some of them are funny, and some of them are very racist. Some of them are unbelievably racist, mm. but it's a, it's a proper representation of the world. Yes. And the reason that you, they don't do that in the dictionary is because, firstly, you can't change paper when somebody votes, mm. right? And also because they're cowards, and also they're, they they probably can't they don't want to be sued. Yeah, yeah, you can't put in all the racist stuff. I wonder if there are racist words in the dictionary. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, if, I think there definitely is. Yeah, if they were like, um, you know, if 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 we got to the point in. Um, for example, like the word honky. Honky. You yeah. know, uh, there's probably the word honky in there. And I think that if it, if, if you read it and it says that anything about white people, mm. I would straight away close that book. Mm. And walk away? And walk away. Yeah. Because I said, you broke my goddamn heart. Mm. I trusted you, dictionary. We are not coming up with sketch ideas well, now. Alistair, we were doing great at the start, and we've done, we've had a good time. We're talking about interesting things. Okay, that's and cool. they could lead to sketch ideas. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down, Alistair. <laughs> you know what? It was me talking about crying that brought us down, wasn't it? No, Andy. Cr- I changed the mood. Hey, you brought it down to crying. Mm. That's cool. Oh, no, but this is what I was going to say. So there's no, other, there's no other sense that makes you need to want to dance. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. only only hearing, yeah, no, no taste. I mean, you don't dance to a taste. The there is that you know that that thing of you know putting making the floor a bit hot, taking your shoes off, so you sort of want to jump around a bit, mm. which is a you know it could be a type of dancing, yeah, right? hopping and twitching. That's true. You know? And seizures, I guess, w- bright, sort of white flashing lights. Thank you. Yes, um, could, causing could seizures does some kind of certain rhythmic. Motion makes you do that bacon. You know the mm. bacon. Remember that dance move where you lay down and you kind of just hop on the ground, like mm. you like you lay down. And you kind of just move your body. I've like never seen that. Didn't know that bacon. existed. The, the the bacon. It's essentially, I think it's probably based off of a seizure. Yeah, but it's called the bacon. So it makes it kind of seem fun. Mm. You know, I think that's how you have to do. You have to frame stuff like that. It's probably awful. Mm. Mm. Um, you, yeah, you can't call it a seizure. Yeah. So okay, let's see. Is there a way that you could make floors? Yes. Um, Change temperatures, electrified. Mm. Um, electrified vibra- is v- vibrate. Is it, is being electrocuted? Is that a sense? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's probably sense of touch. Yeah, I mean, you I sen- mean there are definitely more t- senses than the ones that we talk about. The well, five. Well, the f- sharks can sense electrical signals. They can, but uh, but 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 I think like humans can as w- 
like humans have other other senses, like the sense of knowing when your stomach is full, right? Like mm. that's not one of the other senses. So it's not a sense of touch. That's not like a sense of touch, but inside. I the don't gut. think. I don't think it's that. Like your tummy is feeling. It's got little touch senses and it's you're being poked. You don't think? Oh, it feels like it's probably just like you go, oh, that feels like expanded. Right, but then that's sort of stretching. You consider stretching to be touch? Yeah, if I'm stretching my skin, if I'm stretching, you know. The feeling of your skin being stretched, mm. right? That that is, is that that's touch, is it? Yeah, that's touch. I, it might be going through the same touch signals, but I think... Your skin changing relative to itself. Mm. Oh, maybe that is all that touch is. Skin changing to relative to itself, right? Like yeah. when you touch things, that is some kind of compression. Yeah. And, but then the ability to sense temperature is a different thing, right? Which isn't considered in the top five senses. No, but I would, I would consider that to be touch. You consider that to be touch. Because... <laughs> Because what do you consider? So what's like? But like, I, you, okay. I, but you can feel the temperature in a room when you're not touching anything. Well, you're touching the air. You're touching the air. Yeah. Touching the air is touch. <laughs> and there's kind of waves, sort of like radiant waves. And radiant like waves, and you're touching the radiation. Well, the radiation touching you. Yeah. Yeah. And right. It's, you're and touching it's... the intangible radiation. Yeah, Andy. The temperature. I just want to hear what your slightly narrower version of uh, definition of touch is, um, so that we can then. Well, if let's say that touch is. Um, is 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 pressure your ability to sense pressure mm. on your on applied to your body? Yeah, well, there's the, there is actually the other type of pressure where you f- can sense social pressure on mm. you. like people want you to do something, mm, yeah. and you're trying to ignore them. Yes, <laughs> so that you don't have to do the thing. Um, but so so yours is just pressure. I think so. I think that's mm. so. It's just deflection think... of like deflection of the. The skin cells, or something. from yeah, they're being distorted in some way yeah. from their normal state. So, say, but is your argument is your argument that there are only five senses and everything else is no, just a version? No, no, of my it? my argument isn't that because okay. I know that you've got arguments to counter that, and I also believe, <laughs> and I also believe that balance is probably one that has yeah. to do with yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. liquid in your ear and stuff. But also, I would I think that's I would, touch. Hey, I think that's touch. Uh, I don't think so because I think it's got to do with fluid inside no, no, your no, ear. No, I think that's and, yeah. Well, and what's the fluid doing? Hey. Well, I don't know. It's moving little I actually little don't hairs. know how it works. Eh? It's moving little hairs. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. But, but then there's dizziness. Uh, there's touch. there's, there's dizziness in them. there, and I'm not sure. But That's um, touch. But I would say that probably... <laughs> I much prefer being on this side of the argument. It was great. I can, t- I can tell you why you wanted to be the guy saying everything's well, touch. No, but I mean, but now that you're saying that, I mean, you may as well say that sight is touch. Yes, it is. And also... <laughs> And well, sound no, is hang touch. On, hang on, Alistair. Yeah. Hang on. If I were to say that sight is touch, then that is your body sensing radiation that's that's um, impacting on some of your cells, which is the same as you with your radiant heat thing. So, well, if radiant heat is yeah. touch, then seeing is touch. Ha <laughs> ha. But I am saying that it is. That's what I was agreeing with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what I was saying, and because. Because you're saying pressure. Well, um, when you feel heat, mm. you're feeling the the motion of molecules, which is creates a tiny amount of pressure, mm. right? So I don't I don't think that that's true. No, no, no. What what's happening to them? There. How how do you feel heat? I think they're vibrating. Yeah, um, and and I what do they do when they sort of when they vibrate, say up against another um, cell or or whatever they do molecule? What do they do then? Do they Apply pressure to that other thing. Do they eh? press on it? Do they press on it? Do you think? <laughs> I don't think. I don't think temperature uh, is pressure. I don't think any uh, pressure sensor in the world mm. detects temperature I because I think they work on deflection, and I don't think that with uh, heat there's any mean deflection from the thing. It would be going in opposite. To, you know, if things jiggle. Right mm. when things are vibrating, they move around. A, you know, they oscillate around a central point. Mm. Okay, but your pressure would be going in both directions, and that doesn't make any sense. Um, but what a pressure sensor? When you talk about a pressure sensor, what are you talking about? I'm talking about something that. <laughs> what are you, what are you talking about? You tell me what you're talking no, about. No, because first. because if you're talking about some mechanical thing that yeah. senses pressure and it's some yeah. big gallon of air or liquid or something like that. Mm, sure. Um, it probably is measuring something on the inside. It doesn't have its sensors on the outside, right? This is be so infuriating <laughs> for people to listen to. 
So it's not like skin. It wouldn't be a, a sort of it wouldn't be the similar thing. I think skin is exactly the same as that, as just a big... on a smaller version. Hey, however, however, skin works mm-hmm. to sense pressure, right? Yeah. Which is probably to do with something about you know it ultimately probably comes down to electrical flow between some sort of distorted membrane or some shit like that, right? It's going to be a smaller version of whatever the fucking thing you're talking about is, <laughs> right? And it so. No, 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 no. So I think... temperature is not pressure. <laughs> temperature is not pressure. And we could stop talking about it because it's such a stupid idea. And you're embarrassing yourself. No, no, no. no. I'm saying that because you're the one saying that, that sense of touch. I don't even remember what your I'm saying. All I know is that... I'm angry. <laughs> so you, you know, could tell me anything right now your, and I would agree your that that's of, what I'm saying. You're saying sense of touch is only feeling pressure. And I'm trying to... Even use, even though I think the sense of touch will also sense temperature, and as if you were t- sensing temperature through any other means other than your skin or whatever, which is the thing in which we sense touch. Yeah. Um, yeah the touch right. of heat, the touch yeah. of cool, yeah. the bite, the bite of 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 a cold winter day. Mm. Yeah, great. Um, and I would say it's, it's a similar thing, anyway. But uh, but I was trying to use your um, your narrow I definition. I would say to- they use a totally different mechanism. Your 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 broad definition is that anything that comes in through the skin is touch, and yeah. also stuff that your tummy feels is also touch. Well, I think that there's an element. Not everything that your tummy feels, um, but I think that when it, when it's the pressure of how full it is, what you're feeling is a pressure <laughs> in there coming from the inside. Um, you know, the inside is just the outside, but on the inside, yeah, you're right. It's a different type of. It's an outside. It's, a, it's another outside. It's an outside but it's just, of its of its own. It's outside of your body. <gasps> Is that true? Well, because the tube just goes all the way through. Mm, right? You're right. So it's kind of separate. Right. Yeah, there are two. Like there are the the, the the outside world goes in and down and through you. It's, it's at least it's outside when I open my mouth and mm. open my anus. <laughs> Which is often. Which is very often, and I ne- I very rarely do one without doing the other. <laughs> I flare my anus. Yeah, yeah, like a like a like a like an Oculus in a camera. Mm, yeah, like a nostril. Do, do, do you reckon you can get anus flare like you get camera flare? Mm, lens flare, but on the anus. Well, mm. those people. <laughs> um, so that would be, I guess, you get a shit that kind of just has a uh, no, I don't, a no. bright white spot on it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's actually no way to um to to convert the concept of um of. But is there a but, way of using a the way. anus yes. as a yes. camera? Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, as a thank you, as a pinhole camera. Yeah. If you were to if you were to open it and shut it in the right way, you could and and to somehow distend the the rectal cavity in the right way, you could achieve that same pinhole camera effect that was first detected by by what was his name? We looked him up when we were researching the pop test, Alastair. Uh, Lumiere. No, it was Al. Lester Tremblay Birchall, the inventor yes! of the camera. No, he was an Islamic scholar, and oh. he was um, he was oh, under ow. under house arrest. And it was while he was at home, he's he saw a pinprick of light coming through, and projecting onto the wall behind him. And he discovered the con the, that that concept thing. Yeah, the camera thing. Ibrahim Ibn Al. Yeah. Mm. Apologies, I just can't. I can't look at my phone right now because um, somebody sent me a message and I gotta not forget it. <laughs> not forget the message. Not, not forget to to do the thing that's in the message. And oh, if the I message is open, this... and if you close it, that's gone. Well, it, that's gone from your mind. It and could that's be gone, gone from my yeah. mind. Yeah. Oh, I I hundred percent. So using agree. the butt as a the, yeah the, as, the a, pinhole as camera. a pinhole camera. Butthole say, camera. Say on a on a on a there's an. Ex- Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Clips. 
There's an eclipse and you need to see it this you time. You can't look directly at the eclipse unless you choose the third eye. Mm-hmm. And so what are you just putting some kind of like, what's that paper that can take photographic the photo? paper? Photographic yeah. paper in there. Yeah. I suppose you're kind of stuffing Silver it in. Silver nitrate kind of thing. <laughs> Stuff it in and then trying to like use, I guess, a stick <laughs> yeah. to sort of p- push so it up against is, the back wall. This is wall. what's happened. James Cook has traveled all the way around the world to witness the eclipse. Mm. Right, that's why he um, came to Australia. Mm. He was on his on the way to Tahiti, to oh no, sorry, it was the transit of Venus. He was doing the transit of Venus. It wasn't an eclipse. But still, but then he gets the photo of it. But this is this is in our show called James Cooked, mm. and yeah. he does all this fucked shit. <laughs> <laughs> he gets there to look at an eclipse. He forgot the camera. They had cameras at the time. He forgot the camera. And then he, at the last second, he remembers that he should have brought the camera, and he does. He takes a photo with his own butthole. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Shoving a stick up there, poking. He brought the camera paper. He brought the camera poking, paper. He, tried to he brought the it camera out. poking, the camera paper poking yeah. stick. He brought his brought his butthole. He brought his butthole. He never leaves home without. I it. never leave home without my butthole. Um, no sailor does. Mm. It's, it's so. Messed up that for so much of my life I was just like, yeah, James Cook, he was just a good guy. That was all we were taught at school. James Cook, yeah. he was good to his good to his sailors. Apparently, cared about their welfare. Not so much other people. Yeah, yeah, it's tough, isn't it? I still don't really know anything. Yeah, well, you can go and read the his diaries or something. Do you think that would be the place to I start? Think you'd f- I mean, look, I think that he uh, just through um, how good a guy. He thinks he is. Mm. He might, he might reveal slip. some stuff. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Give him enough rope. Because I mean, he he he. You know, he might think that what he's doing is good. Yeah. And then he's talking about slaughtering a person, mm. maybe even a a beautiful penguin or something like that. Mm. Do you think he's eating penguin? I hope not. No. No. Did he ever go to Antarctica? But I. Do you? Does any part of you want to know what a penguin would taste like? Yeah. Every part of me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that hunger. Throughout my body, yeah, yeah. Any 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 animal that you, uh, you categorically wouldn't wouldn't eat? Mm. I'm not that interested in any kind of worms. Mm. Yeah. Sure, eel puts me off. Yeah, eel. You you wouldn't even go like a Japanese sushi eel. I think I've had it, and I just I can't enjoy it. I just don't know. I just something about eels. Like because you're thinking about them, or I'm the thinking th- about them, they're too hideous a creature. <laughs> they just they just seem like they're they're having so, a bad time. I'm having a bad time. Yeah, they're so squirmy, right? It seems they're like s- squirming in general is not something that you're mm, no, that you're just, into. They're just they're so slippery. Yeah, you know what are they? They're and they what would are be, they slipping away from? Well, and, and they're and they would just be steeped in that slipperiness. Mm. You know that would flavor that whatever that ooze is. Yeah, it would flavor them. There's no way you can be that oozy on the outside without mm. being a little bit oozy on the inside. And think of any sea creature; they taste like the 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 brine in which they steep. Mm. And 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 they you find eels in sort of the grossest Real of gross. freaks. Real gross, and they live in like. Fucked ponds. Yeah, like there'll ponds. be a pond that has like got nothing in it but duck shit and garbage, and um, there's massive eels in there. Just eels, nonstop <laughs> eels. Eels as far as the eye can see. They're just in there, and all they're eating is creatures that are that are just unlucky enough to have been to have had this place be, and be their, their, their place where they they writhe. You can't imagine that sitting calmly in your stomach. Oh yeah. And if anything is going to survive, the cooking. And the eating and the swallowing process. I think if any go on to thrive, if any creature, I would be happy to rid the world of. Not moray eels that look fun. They do look pretty cool. They look fun, quite scary. But they're in, they're in the sea. Mm. They're the clean ocean. Yep. They're not in a dark, dank pond. Mm. You know, who knows how eels even got into these bodies of water? Why? Yep. Why are they inland? Why They've are they so sc- far inland? Them, a lot of them can squirm across the land as well. Oh. <laughs> Tell oh. the listeners about the video you saw. Did anybody see this video? Did <laughs> anybody see this video? Right? This is the video. First, you just see some dirt. You just see some dirt, and there's some pushing on the dirt from beneath. Right? 
somehow this person with this camera is like, here, is it, here it is. It's going to happen. There's some pushing. Two fish <laughs> emerge <laughs> from the dirt. <laughs> they push their heads they up. They put the, push their heads up from the dirt, right? And they're kind of facing each other. How they do this? Fish swim in dirt now. This is already the most horrendous thing you've ever seen. Fish. And they poke their heads out of it. Why out. would they do that? They don't poke their heads out of the water. No, they don't even do that. Then one of the fish begins to regurgitate an eel. And an eel comes out of their mouth and then goes into the other fish's mouth. And then there's just this horrific moment <laughs> as... All you're seeing is sort of just that eel pipe just transfer as these fish's mouths are extended to the possible maximum. Is it a big, thick eel? It's a big, thick eel. Fucking hell. I haven't seen this video, by the way. Alistair has just described it to me in this excruciating detail. And this will stay with you forever. Don't ever seek this video out. Don't find it. You will never forget this. It, It exists and it is real and there's no reason for it to happen. And you will no longer... It's just... Yeah. And I think what's I don't like about it yeah. is that it feels like something we're not meant to see as humans, but it also feels like if we caught that on camera, what else is going on? What else could be... If, if that... You know, so we... It, that is already worse than the worst thing that we've ever heard of and seen. <laughs> and the fact that there are things that are worse than everything that we've already seen mm. means that this There's, could be just... This Just could the top of the well. That could be the nicest part of an entire dark universe. Yeah. Right? I mean, what are fish doing in the dirt anyway? What kind of awful things are they up to in there? <laughs> How did this come to be? Anyway, if you've seen that and you've got any insight, keep it to yourself. We don't want to talk no, about let it. Let us know if it, it turned you on. <laughs> Send us a one to five rating yeah. of, uh, of, of what turned you on. At more Alistair describing it or you watching it or my singing happy birthday mm, which yeah. one was the sexiest exactly we're not creating a lot of s- sketch ideas oh, wait. sorry well, I mean we you know we we we, we, oh, wait, look. we flared early and we flared hard um okay let's uh, look I, I didn't have an idea I was going to try and go back to the mm. dancing thing but I don't think there's anything to the dancing I think I mean I think it's pretty unpleasant in a way it made me feel um you know, the, the heating up the floor and making people dance and electrocuting people and making them dance. Mm. I mean, yeah. You, I mean, you could have an involuntary disco. Come on down to the involuntary disco. There's no music, but we have ways of making you dance. But you could have a floor mm. that oozes out slime. Yes. And this is it, goes, it goes from ooze to grippy. Yeah. From oozy to grippy. And it becomes so oozy that you're... Barefoot, you're just barefoot on this floor. Yeah, it's just a room. It's got a nose to grip floor. So right? you slip and you slip and grip. And so as you stand there, it becomes so oozy, your legs start to separate mm. like this, and you begin to start to do the splits. Mm. But then it goes grippy. You hit a section of grip. Well, it, it the floor can change from ooze to grip. <gasps> Great. It's like a non-Newtonian ooze mm. that it can put an electrical current through it, and it. And it solidifies, like maybe like that. Yeah. One, there's, there's that crazy eel that can make like really oh, weird heaps of stuff. mucus just mm. appear. Another yeah. eel thing. Another but, fucked animal. Yeah, but we can somehow we we can use it for we've good. Swallowed our pride. We can kill all of them and then use their ooze for yeah. good <laughs> for this dance floor. So you can dance just with the sense of touch. Mm, I think which Andy would say is some other sense. Like I think that if you did make a floor entirely out of eels, mm. that would be a very good way. You could get di- lots of different types of eels. You could get the oozy eels, you could get electric eels. We could achieve a lot of our our dance floor, our non-musical dance floor dreams by making the floor entirely out of eels. We have mm. talked in the past about a man made entirely out of eels. Mm. This is different. This is a floor with a man standing on it. And I think the interaction between man and eel would cause you to dance. I think I would like, I know this seems odd, if they for some reason didn't care about me, mm. didn't, they weren't interested in me, in me at all, particularly Eels. with their mouths. Yep. They're dirty, awful. They probably have like a thing that's not even regular teeth. They probably just have some like serrated. really hard, serrated, yep. f- flat, sharp thing. Flaps right? and stuff. Flaps, yeah. serrated flaps. <laughs> Anyway, but I think I would enjoy diving 
through a box of eels. Alistair, this is very inconsistent. With I know, I know, you I know. Told me. But think about this, okay? Think about this. <laughs> I hate them. I wish they were all dead. I wouldn't mind diving through a box of them. No, imagine this, okay? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's a bank teller, right? No, no. Think about this, okay? So, so imagine a McDonald's, the inside yeah. of a McDonald's, where they, they have the, the, <laughs> they have the. The front counter, but for yeah. some reason there's like a plastic thing up to stop, I guess, maybe probably like people blowing COVID through it or whatever mm. like that. But there's just little windows like a bank teller, little gaps where you can pass food through and stuff like yeah. that. Right? Imagine yeah. there's no screens in the way there, yeah. right? But now imagine that McDonald's kitchen and area is entirely filled with eels, mm. right? And then you... And they're not interested in biting you or anything like that with these fucked up teeth that they have. Yeah. And then you can dive into that. Yeah. Right? And then slide all the way to the drive through window and yeah. then out. Yeah. And just slip it, slippery slide through their ooze. Yeah. I think that would be quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> right? As long as you don't have to taste any of them. Uh, and as long as like you don't get lost in there. But I, I, I mean, I don't think this has to be eels. I mean, this could just be a huge can of like spaghetti, you know. No, I don't think the spaghetti would have enough firmness to keep you up at the it's at al the, dente at the at the level. You think you? But I think you would float. You know, you could have neutral buoyancy. I, I don't know that necessarily eels would would provide that either. I think the, I think they, their their body has a fair. You don't think you'd sink in the eels? Well, in my in my ideal scenario, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, okay. You know? <laughs> I wouldn't get bitten. And I, is there a sketch in this? <laughs> I think the eel floor, um, you know, disco, yeah. is, is is for me. Yeah, is an idea. Is an idea. It's for people who love to dance but don't like music. Yeah, and that's cool. So yeah, you I mean, can go on down there. Yeah, and they'll they'll they the the dance experience. It's recreated in various ways. And is sound is sound recreated through other senses, or is it just? I think it's just the noise of the snapping of the eels. So they are bite trying to bite you. Yeah, sure. I mean, that'll get some dancing going. Mm. And they're electrocuting you. Uh, yeah, they're electrocuting you, and they're, and, they're, and they're oozing. And do you fall? Do you like fall Electric into them? Electric ooze. I'm all over ooze. Electric ooze. Mm. Um. Is there, do you fall into the eels, or is it just it's a firm floor like sardines, and you can't you can just walk on it? Uh, I mean, maybe you could fall into the eels. And do you bring a date to a thing like you this? Bring a date, yeah. <laughs> it's a great place for a first date. Yeah. And you, so yeah. tell me how the night goes. So let's say okay, so you walk in, mm. so it's in like a, like a school hall or something mm. like that. Yeah, the and floor. then they take your sh- they take your shoes, sort of yeah. like they do at bowling, but they don't the, give you the, other shoes. The eels do, or no? There's a there's it's a run by, by by Alan. humans. My it's dad. Your dad. It's run by my dad. Okay. <laughs> and um, you know they, they they take your shoes and then they, I guess they sort of maybe they they coat your shoes in vaseline, your feet in vaseline or something. You dip your feet into a so it's, it's not oozy enough. Maybe it's not easy enough. Maybe that you need that surface to, to sort of protect you from some of the eel disease. Yeah, or maybe maybe the salt on your feet might damage the eels. Yeah, or enrage them. Do they do they have to cut your toenails so you don't accidentally cut up any of the eels? Yes. It's How deep are, are the eels? Like they're a foot deep. So there's there's just a foot of e- eels. So mm. like about thirty centimeters, thirty three centimeters. Yeah, yeah, thirty three centimeters of yeah. um, of loose eel. Do they squeal? Do they make any noise? Are they immersed in water, or is it just? I think it's just that... eel and eel eel slop, you know. So not yeah. not too much. Yeah. Water. And do you expect the eels? Like, do the eels survive this, or is it? Are you killing eels nonstop? I think the like eels will definitely be injured, mm. but they'll probably just be eaten by other eels. Okay. And you know, maybe there's a period. So so there is like. Sorry, you say we. Well, that, that you maybe you divide the dance floor up in different sections and that mm. sort of thing, and you can leave certain eel pools to go, you know, to be fallow for for a certain number for a certain amount of time. You don't send people in there if there's been a lot of people in there treading on the eels. So, sort of like a like a like an area that gets overfished or something like exactly, that. So if yeah. people like have been dancing really hard and stuff like on that, the... and they've killed too many eels. You <laughs> yeah. Just you say stay over here while the other eels come and eat these eels. Yeah. And and then I guess those eels will just get the... they'll just get thicker, mm. and so they'll actually just they'll, they'll occupy the same volume, roughly. 
Yeah, it's the law of conservation of eel. Yeah, eel volume. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and I don't know, Alistair. Yeah. And what part makes you dance? <laughs> um, the, the 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 interaction between your your bare legs. Is it like and the eels? But is it you're, like? You're, ah, ah, so it's really ah, awful. Yeah. Ah. Okay, it's awful. You're, having you're a twitching really and you're trying to get away from time. everything. Yeah. There'd be times where you'd fall and your face would be near the eel's mm. mouths and mm. stuff like that. And yeah. Probably bite on your hair and things like that. And, and pull you, them. you see your 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 beloved there twitching <laughs> and thrashing away their feet. Um, you know, being attacked by enormous eels. And mm. You say to them, you you look at the you look at them with love and you say, "That's a moray." <laughs> when your foot gets. Mm. Attacked, attacked by, by a, a giant eel in the dance floor. Yeah, it's a moray. <laughs> um, and oh, and are you having a good time? Is there a way to have a good time, or is it do you have to enjoy a bad time? To, uh, for look, it to be I a good think time? the thing it, it's just that you hate music so much, but you love dancing so much. Mm. This is the only way to get that experience. Um, and you know, it's 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 worth it for you. The maths, the 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 um, you know the the personal emotional. Mathematics works out. Are humans dying this in this? Is or are there people, people like so sometimes just slipping in between eels and then being caught at the bottom of the one foot tank under eels and mm, then dying? Yeah, and yeah being like, eels slither into their mouths yeah. and they choke to death. <laughs> Which we know, we know that eels are happy to, to live slide. to live inside the stomach of a small creature. And so imagine how much of a good time they would have living inside a we human don't, yeah, being. I mean, look, we don't know whether it's the fish that are eating the eel or whether it's the eel going fish to fish eating them out from the inside or they're just living in there they just use the fish as its home we, we've clearly identified that they're happy to live in anything mm. they would probably love your intestinal tract mm. Mm. just in there just laying it feels like it's been designed basically as eel shaped yeah it's just like it's just an eel home yeah that's probably it's probably just we've just we've just been taken out of the eel life cycle, mm. and they used to just live inside us. You'd be you'd be chockers. You'd be eels top to bottom. And there's a chance that maybe that's that's the thing why why none nobody can ever be happy because we just don't don't have enough eels in us. We we, we yeah we know we've forgotten I that we I actually empty. we were we used to be complete once we had eels. Yeah, Imagine that. You would feel wriggling inside you and things mm. like that as they travel around. Would you feel it, though? I don't know if you would, Alistair. They'd probably eat all your poo so you don't have to poop anymore. That's starting Which to sound convenient. good. Yeah. <laughs> but where does the poop go? Right? Where does the poop go, Alistair? Just get, it can't well, just go goes, into eels and then not the go anywhere. Well, maybe they poop out something that you can absorb into your blood that is good for you. All right. Have you ever tried rubbing... <laughs> Eel poo on your the inside of your intestinal tract. I haven't, Alistair, and so I'm not going to uh, venture an opinion because I've already made too many mistakes today. Eel dance In- floor. Yeah, Writing great. It down. Thanks, Al. Oh my god. No, you justified it. You oh. justified it. Oh, Christ. Andy, I'm going to take us to three words from a listener. Mm. Now, today's listener, uh, who sent in, well, whose whose words they are, are is Andy Matthews. No, that's not true. That's true. It's Andy Matthews. This is an idea sent in through uh, Alex Lloyd. Um, and he sent me three words that you suggested last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to try and remember what it was that I said last episode. What the three words In that order you to get it right. Yeah. This is really cruel. It's interesting because every time I, I, I feel like the first sort of words that occur to me every yeah. time are sort of basically the same words and I don't want to, um, you know, and then I always have to think of something else. Mm. Mm. Um, but let's say the thing I said last time was crystal. I'm sorry. The first word you used last time was clench. <gasps> I feel like I was close. All right. Clench. Okay. Sometimes I do a thing where I do three words that rhyme for no reason. Mm, I wonder was if the, this is one of those scenarios. Is the next word tench? No. Oh. What What does the word tench mean? Uh, it was a tench was a an animated Tonight Show that was on in Australia in around two thousand and five. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, Andy. You incorrectly guessed the word that you submitted. The word was pubic. 
<laughs> Tledge pubic. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is it was it something like like parasol or umbrella? Close. Really? It was legume. No. <laughs> Which I, <laughs> you know, so. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, so you clench. Know. Clench, tench. Pubic. Clench, tench, parasol. No, that's next week's episode. Oh, no. It was crystal, tench, parasol. Yeah. No, I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember that. Crystal, tench, parasol. So thank you, Alex Lloyd, for sending this through. Thank you, Alex. Um, and also, thank you for to you Andy know, Matthews. I get for, the feeling you were fucking with me. Yeah. Um, so, clench pubic legume. Mm, wow. Well, we grow hairs in our pubic area, mm, mm. suggesting that it's a fertile area where you can grow things. <laughs> you could grow all sorts. I mean, green beans, yellow mm-hmm. beans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They wouldn't. Yellow beans would be a great thing to grow. This is for me as a white man mm. um, to in my pubic area mm. to distract from my penis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think if people a couple of decoy penises there, not, not a couple, a whole harvest, yeah, a crop, yeah, you know, and they could all just dangle off there, and uh, you know, and it would work as a kind of uh, you know, sort of like a loincloth, but just you know, like that works in in mostly... in fashion. Mm. You know, you you do your runways, your runway shit, right? I don't know if anybody has done this. I guarantee someone has because it's the kind of thing that they tr- always trying to do weird shit yeah. in fashion. But has there ever been clothing that incorporates sort of areas to plant things? So, you know, it mm. seems like the shoulders are a more or less flat surface. You could have a little tray there with some grass growing on it or some vines that hang down. Wheat grass, you know, maybe. Why not make clothing entirely out of like, you know, living vines. Mm. So you have a pot plant on your head, right? And then the vines hang down over your body, concealing your 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 your, your pubic your, your unmentionables. areas, your unmentionables. Yes, yeah. and you know, you, maybe you could you could sort of interweave them a little bit strategically, sort of uh, place some of the the leaves to cover mm. whatever it is that you want to cover. But you've got to, now humans are you're, you're walking around. You're um you're populate you're you're creating oxygen everywhere you go. Yeah, you know we're I mean, doing vertical gardens on buildings. Why not on our on our very bodies? Yeah, and I guess if your clothing is made of dirt, it seems silly now to ever ever bother to wash it. Mm, so really good. Now you don't have to wash it in your clothing anymore. You're just kind of putting on basically like a sort of like one of those samurai outfits. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of stuff just dangling in front of you and stuff like that. But but it's mostly filled with sort of soil and mm. so it's super heavy. Um. Well, I mean, look at the things that they grow, those little, uh, th- those things that they give you from Woolworths now. Mm. You get those little packets that have got that yeah. that puffy kind of stuff. You put water on it, it goes, yeah. and you can plant a seed in there. That doesn't seem all that heavy. No, but I mean, it doesn't have any fluid, any, uh, you know, uh, water in it. Yeah, it's completely the fluid dehydrated. stuff. That yeah. is where a lot of the weight will go. Mm. And then once you don't, a lot of the water things weight. start to grow, and then there's be a lot, a lot of vegetable matter on there as well. Yeah. Um, but... I think living clothing. All right, even if you don't do it like that, right? A a bedspread maybe that could be made of grass or as an art piece, mm. you you nude yourself up, you lie down, you put dirt all around your genitals, mm. you plant alfalfa seeds and you grow yourself a chia. Oh, you paint, plant chia seeds and you grow yourself some chia pubes. Mm. Right? And you lie there in an art gallery for, I don't know, three weeks. Not moving with your chia pubes. Mm. People come along and they can, they can clip some of your chia pubes. Mm. This is what art is now, Alistair. Is it? Yes, I could win a Turner Prize for this. Mm. The artist's pubes are present. Yeah. <laughs> um, come and snip some. What about this though? Art project. You just give. People have to line up. You know, you do this at the Met or somewhere, mm. wherever they have art. And you just give each person a pube. Wow. Because often it's something that you just discard. You accidentally leave on a toilet seat. Mm. Or, mm. you know, you find it somehow in your fucking baby's hand. And you go, <laughs> oh, no, where'd you find that pube? <laughs> you know, and you go, oh, no, Jesus. It's like, but now, you know, so it's often something that we accidentally gift each other. Yeah. Right? But now you make it on purpose. You know, you, uh, you, you gift 
Mm. You just mm. you maybe you even even wrap it up. Real pubes for my sham friends, and real pubes for my real friends as well. Everybody gets pubes. Um, God. Do you do you pluck them yourself? Do you reach down and pluck them out? I think it'd be the nice thing to do. Give them a fresh one. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that pubes d- were given a different look by God, so that he does you so that you know when it is a pube that you've accidentally found in your mm. in your sandwich or something. Yeah. It's a it's a little it's a little calling card. <laughs> Somebody's genitals were here. Mm. Yeah. In the region. Alistair, I think Alfalfa pubic art is absolutely a sketch of Yeah. What 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 is the sketch? It's the it's the sketch where you you an, an artist has um planted uh, chia seeds on their on their on their pubic region mm, okay. and they allow you to come in and harvest it. You could take you could spin this so many different ways. It could be one taking the piss out of pipsters and kind of what they're like. Mm. You know, it could Us. be one. Yeah, you could you could be you could be one taking the piss out of people who take the piss out of hipsters and what they're like. There's so many different ways it could go. Could be could just be something about you know somebody's won the Turner Prize for doing this, right? That's a sketch. It's a sketch. I love it, Andy. This was a perfect sketch. I think the listener will agree. I think the next time we get to write on a TV show, I'd like you to pitch that. I will. Yeah? Yeah, I absolutely will. I think it's a really good idea. Great. Great. Good. Great. Me too. Yeah, why? G- that's why good. I was saying that's, yeah. that's why I was suggesting. Thanks, because you want me to succeed. I want you to succeed, Andy. I love it. I genuinely do want you to succeed. Thank you. I want mm. you to succeed as well. I'll take us through the sketch ideas for today. Thanks, Alastair. I'm We've really got looking forward to it. Reverse box with cake head. Um, this is a cake... It's got a human body, but it's a cake head that has a box, uh, and inside there's a head, a human head. And the cake head feeds and themselves and then to the, the cake, cake. That's right. To the head. Then we got people who are um, 118 and teenagers, obviously. <laughs> and this is uh, this comes up because you've sent you've sent this teenager a cake with a nude image of you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so. <laughs> Um, I was hoping there'd be more to that sketch that really makes it make sense, and there absolutely was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a person, you know, celebrity, where it comes out that they had sent a um, cake, a cake, a nude image, a cake with a nude image of themselves to a, to a, to a teenager, <laughs> but it was an 118 year old, <laughs> and they're also teenagers, um, and so it turned out to be fine, mm. and then, and it, and it just shows how cancel culture, <laughs> yeah, will just. Well, won't even bother to look at the details before mm, they they right. write you off. Yeah, there's context. There was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there's of course cake writing is the main form of writing. Mm. This is a world in which you know most writers are cake writers, mm. and they just use that sort of big thing filled with um yeah piping icing, bag piping bag, you know instead of a quill yeah. I mean, but there would have been a day in the olden days where you just filled up a feather. Yeah. And then you would just squeeze, squeeze that the plastic feather. bit of the feather. It's, it is plastic. I don't know. Isn't yeah. It? Whatever it is. That they the... they do make plastic. Yeah. But whatever those things are made out of, that's what we should be making all the plastic stuff out of. It's feathers. It's but, a bit gross. No, no, no. But I mean, like, we should make a synthetic version of that. Mm. I think it's probably, like, fingernails. Yeah. I'd be happy with that. If your straws were made of... Lab-grown fingernails. It's not been on a finger. Yeah, I know. It's but not just, been wiping asses. Just the word. Lab-grown fingernails. Yeah, it made me really unhappy. Yeah. I could not suck up a thick shake through a tubular lab-grown fingernail. I'm sorry, Alistair. Lab-grown fingernail. We did have, did have uh, a sketch a long time ago, which was about collecting fingernails and as a natural cleaning product. Because fingernails are really good at scratching things off, and you get just get a bag of fingernails that you sort of shake over something, and then rub it to use their sc- uh, incredible fingernail scratching power to uh, to clean something off. Anyway, that was a good episode to get look back on. Yeah. Um, then we got using the anus as a pinhole camera. Mm. James cooked. <laughs> I think James cooked is an idea for a show because well, it's James Cook 
but him doing all these fucked things, mm. you know? Well, yeah. there was already the totally cooked thing on the Mad as Hell show that we write on. Oh, was the, oh I, fought, I forgot. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Well, that's, that's, that's done. It's done. Can't be done. But anyway. Um, then we got Eel Dance Floor, mm. which is the best. It's the best sketch of the episode. Because um, we did the most work on it. It took the longest. It was the hardest to do. And well, therefore, things that are hard. Well, well, it's not the best sketch idea from the episode because then we got alfalfa pubes art. Alistair, you're, I'm, get, I'm sensing some hostility and I'm not appreciating it. And I don't mean it to be hostility. It's gentle ribbing. It's supposed mm. to be gentle ribbing. For my pleasure. Eh? <laughs> well, I turned it inside out. <laughs> so it's for my own pleasure. Um, and, uh, and then there's lab-grown fingernails. Mm. as a replacement to plastic that is a perfect replacement, yet it completely fails. And people decide to continue f- f- uh, destroying the planet just because they don't like the idea of being fingernails. Thank you so much for listening to and Think Tank. We really appreciate it. I have been Andy. He's been Alistair. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find us on um, Wikipedia. You can find us. No, I don't think we're on Wikipedia. <laughs> I think I think I've been mentioned on Wikipedia once or twice, but I'd, the link is red. Because mm. I don't think I'm notable enough. You mentioned on Wikipedia. So I was on, just because I appeared on somebody's podcast. Oh, wow. I think maybe I've also mentioned in the thing for... Mad as Hell. Mad as Hell. I might be there as well. Yeah. My link is red. That's my dream for my life, is to get a blue link. Get my link blue. No, nah, that's not going to happen. No, I don't care. Um, uh, and uh, please come along to Teleport. Support all the shows at the Comedy Festival. You can still listen to the pop, the pop test everywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah, people have been listening to it. That's really nice. People also, mostly like it. Uh, I appeared on the on the podcast Chat Flicks, mm. um, and uh, we I talked about one of my favorite comedy movies, uh, The Cable Guy. So just go find the Chat Flicks podcast. And also, we appeared on uh, Lisa Dibb's podcast, <gasps> Reanimates. Reanimates, talking about the movie Fortress. Yes, because uh, it's a whole podcast dedicated to the films. Of Jeffrey, Jeffrey Combs. Combs. But not just like, not that he makes the films, anything he appears in. And it's very cool. And it's very It was fun. a lot of fun. It was a crazy film. Yeah. And you were on Sans Pants recently. Did I was on Sans Pants. No, I was on uh, Plumbing the Death Star. And we talked about uh, what would be your reason for going into the Mortal Kombat universe. And we said some really fucked up shit. Yeah, I've been listening to it. It's really funny. Yeah, great. Oh, thanks. Um, so take care of yourselves and each other. Mm-hmm. And we us <laughs> we, we love, love you. this. Thank you. you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.